Welcome back, listeners, to a new episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology. In today's episode, again, we continue with looking at demography and trends in the family. Today's episode is going to be relatively short and brief, and we're looking at patterns in marriage. In future episodes, we'll look at divorce, and we can't help but look at marriage with divorce and vice versa. The rate of marriage is in decline, and official statistics would suggest that this has been an occurrence for the last 30-40 years. Major changes are taking place, and this reflects, again, a societal shift in our attitudes towards what we think marriage is. In 1972, UK UK statistics suggested marriage was at a peak of 480,000 of them happening. Since then, the overall number of marriages has fallen, and in 2011, there were only 286,600. So what has caused this almost uh, halving of the number? Well, part of it is that people are getting married at a later age. Compared to the 70s, Uh, People are now putting off marriage until they're much older. The question is why? With increased educational and employment opportunities, in particular for women, there's no need to be going out to find a husband and to be getting married. In fact, this sense of freedom and agency gives them the opportunity to carve out their their own place in the world without that other husband. It's also related to the changing attitudes towards premarital sex, which in general is now considered more acceptable. Once upon a time, we might have looked at the idea of marriage as the time when someone would have a sexual relationship, but the stigmatisation of of sex before marriage and a growing sexual revolution during the 60s and 70s meant that our attitudes towards it became a lot more independent and laissez-faire, to put it politely. We also see changes in civil partnerships and same-sex marriages. Since the Civil Partnership Act came into effect in the UK in December 2005, same-sex couples aged 16 and over can have their relationships legally recognised, but in the form of a civil partnership. In 2006, 16,106 civil partnerships were formed in the UK and in 2013, uh, 6,276 were formed. But interestingly, changes in the law also came into place. Marriages of same-sex couples uh, came into effect as of March 2014. After this, the number of civil partnerships in England and Wales fell by 70% as the increase in homosexual marriages increased. This reflects a changing attitudes towards our acceptance of homosexuality as a, as a form of sexual relationship, but also reflects that civil partnerships, were, whilst they were recognised in UK law, didn't necessarily provide the same legal basis of that of marriage. And that's why we also see a changing attitude towards marriage. Coupled with that, the idea, again, of homosexuality becoming more accepted in our society. We also see an increase in cohabitation, a a concept that has been there for a very long time, but has probably become more prominent in the last 20 years. Official statistics show that the proportion of people cohabitating in Britain has more or less doubled over the last 20 years. 
Cohabitating couples with children tend to be much younger than married couples with children. In 2001, cohabitating couple families were more common in households headed by someone from a white or a mixed ethnic background. Some people cohabitate without expecting the relationship to develop into a long-term one. For others, cohabitation is a long-term alternative to marriage. For others, cohabitation can lead to marriage, for example. During times of global recession, a couple may live together while saving up to get married. The high cost of weddings and the difficulty of saving up to get for a deposit on a mortgage may also put people off uh, marriage and the purchasing of a house. Cohabitation is the reflection of uh, the potential financial difficult times we live in. It's a way of demonstrating commitment and uh, faithfulness to one another without financial hardships in a in an age where there, it is exceptionally difficult to get onto the financial ladder and where it's also difficult to uh, to create some sense of stability on an economic level. The increase in cohabitation is linked partly also towards changing social attitudes towards sex outside of marriage since the 60s. Before then, it was considered unacceptable for unmarried women to be sexually active. Again, reflecting the kind of heavily stigmatised attitudes that were focused very much upon women if they were to have a relationship outside of marriage. Uh, a very much double standard, even in the way that I put it across there, that, that same that same uh, stigma wasn't applied to men. We also see changing patterns towards marriage because there's more births outside of marriage. That idea of having to be married in order to have children has very much disappeared. During the 60s and 70s, births outside of marriage started to become more commonplace. By the late 80s, 25% of all births in the UK were outside of marriage. By 2006, proportion stood at 43%. Compared to the situation before and during the 50s, births outside of marriage are no longer stigmatised or disapproved of. This is reflected in the use of non-marital births. Allen and Crow, for example, use uh, use terms such as shotgun wedding and illegitimacy are no longer common. Much of the increase in births outside of marriage result from the rising number of babies born to cohabitating partners. In other words, a high proportion of unmarried mothers are living with their child's father at the time of birth. By 1986, around 1 in 10 babies in England and Wales were born to unmarried parents but who lived together. By 2014, this proportion had increased to around 1 in 3. All of this suggests that marriage has very much become an idea that people are not really rooted in anymore. Marriage may reflect a more traditional and religious connotations uh, to to why we think it's important to have uh, to have a married couple. But statistics and social attitudes and changing and evolving societal ways of living really suggest that we've moved into a postmodern age, one in which the traditional nuclear family is no longer that. You may want to ground some of these uh, some of these ideas we've looked at in today's episode in some formal questions. They could include identify and explain one reason why the average age at which people get married in Britain has increased over the last 30 years. 
or you could have a go at identify and explain one factor that may have led to the increase in cohabitation during the last 20 years. For now, I'll say happy revision and I'll see you on the next episode of JCOS Presents Sound Sociology.